You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in action talking all things Texas A&M. And let's talk about Ryan Tannehill. I think a lot of people forget that Ryan Tannehill was once a former Texas A&M Aggie, but right now he may be able to be a Super Bowl champion based on the move made Sunday afternoon. Before we begin, this episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is an online auto parts server system that has been serving customers for the past 20 years. Go visit rockauto.com and type in Locked on on the How'd You Hear About section so they know that we sent you. It's amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the auto parts you will ever need. RockAuto.com, it's the place to be. As always, make sure you're following us on social media, especially all of you coming over from Tigna at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show, and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a quality-sounding podcast Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked on Aggies. Locked on Aggies is the number one source for all things 12-man related content found here on LLP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on the Odyssey app, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockedOnPodcast.com. Ryan Tannehill. Let's just get this out of the way. If Sam Darnold can transform into a really solid quarterback in Carolina, Adam Gase should never be allowed to coach again. It's that simple. Because when the Tennessee Titans traded for Ryan Tannehill back in 2019, they expected a guy to bring some competition to Tennessee. They liked Marcus Mariota, former number two pick. You had the intangibles. You had the confidence. You had him go to a playoff game. He did some stuff. We got to get that out of the way. He did do some stuff. But it just never was enough. It just never was what you wanted. But what they thought was, okay, we'll bring in Ryan Tannehill, and what we'll do is we'll make him add some pressure to Marcus Mariota. Marcus will now be pressured into making some plays. What happened? He collapsed under the pressure. He also had an injury. Ryan Tannehill did not. Went 7-3 as a starter, set his tone, threw for over 2,300 passing yards, 22 touchdowns, one of the most efficient passers down the stretch. Tennessee went 7-3, and and all the way to the AFC Championship game. Last season, Tannehill again. And I know that people are going to say this, and I'm going, to, I'm going to debunk this theory in about five seconds. Tannehill again. Ten wins on the year. They get ten wins on the year. Defense stinks. Offense, moving. Get a career year out of Corey Davis. Get a breakout year out of Johnny Smith. Get A.J. Brown working really hard. And then you score 14 points. Your defense allows Lamar Jackson to run all over you in the divisional round. And you're out in the wild card. You lose Corey Davis, you lose Johnny Smith this offseason, you lose Adam Humphreys, doesn't really matter, you're already going to lose him. And you're sitting here wondering, okay, what do I do next? Well, you go ahead and you make sure that defense is solidified so your quarterback doesn't have to worry about anything. I'll go over right now with a partial check. Elijah Molden, Caleb Farley, Janoris Jenkins, Bud Dupree, they added pieces, I'll give him that. What do you really do? You make sure that A.J. Brown becomes a top 10 consensus wide receiver by getting him already a top 10 consensus wide receiver on the roster. And that's exactly what they did on Sunday with the acquisition of Julio Jones 
from the Atlanta Falcons. As reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter, Jones will be headed to the Music City for the price of a second and 2023 fourth round pick. Meanwhile, in return, the Falcons will also give up a sixth round pick in 2023 and pay $7.3 million, I believe it is, of Julio Jones' salary in 2021. This now leaves three years of contract eligibility for Tennessee. This now gives Tennessee a perfect number two instead of a number one. And it also gives them an all-pro wide receiver to go along with Pro Bowl wide receiver. Ryan Tannehill is about 20... What is it? If they go 17-0, he's 20 games away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, he is. And that's not so far of a stretch to say that they can't win a Super Bowl. If the defense hits, and this is a big thing, a lot of people don't like me talking about the NFL because, again, it's a college channel, but it ties back. And also, my job is to also cover the NFL, so relax. Tennessee had a 52% success rate on allowing teams to convert on third down last year. That did not get much better throughout the season. At one point, it was 66 that's how bad it was before the acquisition of Desmond King. 66.7%. That's a problem. That's a big problem. But, on the flip side, you also truly need a number one receiver. Brown, back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. Good for him. You also look at um, Josh Reynolds. I really like that move. I think that Josh Reynolds is a really undervalued wide receiver. And he'll have his opportunity to be a number three in this new offense under, I think it's Pete Downing is the offensive coordinator. I'm not, don't quote me on that, but I think that that's his name. He's still the number one rushing attack in Derrick Henry. I mean, back-to-back -back seasons, that, uh, over 1,000 yards, led the NFL in rushing yards. This past season, you know, what he did, Derrick Henry 2K. I mean, what more do you want to say? You have an offense that's ready to compete. If the defense can play up to the same level as the offense, where do they rank in the AFC? Where? I think it's based off Tannehill play, which right now, I'm going to say this real fast and get everyone everyone on the Aggie side pissed off, and I'm going to get everybody else pissed off as well. Ryan Tannehill is not a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Good night. Ryan Tannehill's stats are statistically better in the last 24 games than Patrick Mahomes. Good night. Both statements can be true, both statements can work, and both statements can have facts behind them. Statistically speaking, Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes in the last 24 games. Patrick Mahomes absolutely is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, not just because of age, not just because of weaponry, not just because of mechanics, not just because of arm strength, not just because of anything else, but both are really good at passing deep balls. Ryan Tannehill may not have the strongest arm, but he's very efficient when it comes to passing deep. Last season, Corey Davis was his number one receiver. I think they connected 12 times on passes of 20 yards or more. I think A.J. Brown came in second with 10. And then when you look at Julio Jones, what he wanted to do is he wanted to be the vertical threat again. He wanted to go to a team that was a vertical threat team. And while Tannehill certainly regressed as a passer on 20 plus yards in 2020, in 2019, he was actually rated the number three deep ball passer in efficiency on the season. He is a good quarterback. Can we just get that out of the way? Like, I know people are so tired of hearing this analogy because he's boring, but Ryan Tannehill is a really good quarterback. 
He's also never had wide receivers like he has now when he was in Miami. He also doesn't have a solid enough offensive line like he does now, like he had in Miami. He also has great coaching from Mike Vrabel, a coach that people want to play for. Not the thing he had in Miami under Joe Philbin and under Adam Gase. So I look at all this and I go, okay, if the defense can play up to par, we done with this Ryan Tannehill can't get the job done analogy because stats prove he can't. Stats absolutely prove he can't. But what's interesting is, more so than any of that, if the defense can play up to par, is Tennessee now in that conversation for the number one or number two seat in the AFC? And that's an honest question. Because if Tannehill, the guy who nobody wants to talk about being a top 10 quarterback because he's so boring, but he's good. He's so boring, but he's really good and he's really efficient. He does what he does. Are they a top three team in the AFC? I think so. I think they have a better offense right now than Cleveland. I think that they have a more consistent offense than Cleveland. I know they have a more consistent offense than Baltimore. And to be completely honest, I like the quarterback in Tennessee more than I like the quarterback in Tennessee or Baltimore. Simple. Do I like him as much as Josh Allen? Depends on what Josh Allen I'm getting. If it's 2020 Josh Allen, no. If it's 2019 Josh Allen, hell yeah. Do I like him more than Patrick Mahomes? No, not at all. Do I think that if the defense of Tennessee can match the defense of Kansas City in a rematch, whole different ballgame? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Tennessee was 30 minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. Just couldn't get it done. Couldn't get it done in 2019 or really January 2020. Couldn't get it done. They can with this offense now. Absolutely. Great move by John Robinson. Great move for Ryan Tannehill. I expect everyone saying who said at the beginning of the year, and I was one of them, because of the loss of Arthur Smith, Ryan Tannehill is going to regress. I think he stays stagnant for another year. Absolutely. And stagnant for another year, he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. It's a playoff winning team. And on top of all that, it has an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Ryan Tannehill is in a really good spot, and Texas A&M should be very proud of the former wide receiver turned quarterback, turned wide receiver, turned quarterback. Again, quarterback, wide receiver, quarterback. The fact that he is able to do what he's doing, and the fact that he never lost his confidence, every A&M fan should be proud today of where Ryan Tannehill sits going into 2021. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by Lucy, a cleaner nicotine alternative. Lucy Nicotine has been founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers who are looking for a better use of nicotine. Research and developed for three years is made for people, not patients. Lucy has three nicotine gums with four milligrams of nicotine coming in three flavors, including wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. But if you also want to get that suckle in, go try the cherry ice, citrus, or mint lozenges with the same amount of nicotine. Lucy's lozenges and gums are FSA, HSA eligible, so you can use FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. Now, I know somebody who was a former smoker, I never actually liked the taste of nicotine in my mouth, but I knew that I needed my nicotine fix. 
Instead, chewing a piece of gum that has a little bit more flavor is definitely a healthier and smarter alternative. Throw away the vapes, cut out the cigarettes. Lucy is the real deal. It's 2021 and go get yourself a Lucy product today. Right now, if you go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, you'll receive 20% off all products on your first order, including the gums or lozenges. That's lucy.co. Use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Disclaimer, this product still has nicotine that is derived from tobacco. Nicotine is a highly addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Make sure you use the promo code locked on and start chewing your nicotine today. You know what I really hate? I hate paying for products that I can do on my own or use on my own. But the problem is that I got to go use them at a lot of times auto parts stores where I have to pay a service fee, an installment fee, a shipping fee, and even tipping the guy for something I could do at home if I just knew where to get the product. Now I know. It's at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is an online auto parts service system that has been serving customers for the past 20 years. They have everything from taillights to engine modules to brake pads, so whether you're trying to refurbish a cult classic or just do something to your daily driver, they have the parts for you. Go visit their unique catalog, type in the car, the model, the year, the color even, and of course, the low, low price. RockAuto.com's prices are hard to beat, so every time you log into RockAuto.com, you'll be walking away a little bit richer with money in your pocket. Go visit rockauto.com and type in locked on on the how'd you hear about section so they know that we sent you. It's amazing selections, reliably low prices, and all the auto parts you will ever need. Rockauto.com, it's the place to be. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, the NCAA baseball tournament is going on right now, and that is a huge subject of conversation because for Texas AM. This does, I think, factor into their head coaching hiring. It really does. And I know a lot of people are going to sit out here and go, well, why does it factor in? Rob Childress is gone. Texas A&M doesn't have anybody. Rob Childress this. You know, Texas A&M has to find their next head coach. Yeah, they do. But what happens is, is that while coaches stay in the conversation, they stay in the regionals a little bit longer, and then they move on to the Super Regionals, and they move on to the College World Series, you can't really talk to them. So... If you're Texas A&M, you got to remember that while you're going to be looking for a head coach, there's a couple other teams that are looking for a head coach and looking for a ball club manager. And right now, there's one manager in the SEC who seems to have his name hotter than iron that has just been freshly melted. And that's Tony Vitello out of Tennessee. Hands down. Without a doubt. Vitello and the Volunteers needed a big home run in Game 1 against, I'm blanking on the name right now, not Portland, uh, but started with a P, to be able to move on and stay in the winner's bracket. However, as the number 3 seed, they were able to get two more wins, including a win 3-1 to one over Liberty on Sunday to move to the Super Regionals for the first time since 2005. Now, again, Vitello has been building this program for the last... I want to say it's six or seven years, uh, and every single step along the way, he has gotten better. He's gotten guys to the pros. He's gotten guys to hit for more power. He's gotten guys to be more efficient, and now Tennessee is actually a powerhouse in baseball. Why is this important? Because much like Texas A&M, there's another team that's going to be looking for a manager this upcoming season, and that is LSU. LSU is replacing Paul Marinari, who has been there 
for decades. And Scott Woodward, the LSU athletic director, has been a way of getting his person to come to the school. Keep in mind that Woodward was a big part of the hiring process of multiple people, including Chris Peterson while he was in Washington, Jimbo Fisher while he was at A&M, Buzz Williams while he was at A&M. Oh, and if you don't think that he can get anybody, just remember, Kim Mulkey has been a staple, a staple of Baylor ladies basketball. And he was able to get her to leave Waco to come to Baton Rouge. Scott Woodward will get who he wants. Why is that a problem? Because Tony Vitello seems to be the front runner for a new position in the SEC, whether it be Texas A&M or whether it be at um, LSU. It seems to be that's where it is. The other spot is, according to multiple reports, they are now trying to build a program and find the funds to give Vitello the contract of a lifetime. They are trying to make him one of the highest paid coaches in college baseball because of everything he's done. And the reason is they know what's going to happen if he leaves. It is going to be a nightmare trying to rebuild a program. Very similar to what Texas A&M is going through right now. They had Rob Childress. They won 13 consecutive games to make it to the regionals. They went to multiple Super Regionals. I think it was six. They went to two College World Series. They went to these games. They had their moments. Childress had two down years and he was fired by Ross Bjork. Well, not fired again. I'm sorry about that. He was not retained by Ross Bjork. But now the pressure's on. Where do you go? A couple names that were, you know, thrown around already. Kevin O'Sullivan out of Florida. Uh, Ole Miss's Mike Bianco. Uh, Louisville's Dan McConnell. Vitello. But the one that probably makes the most sense, and you gotta act now, you gotta act now, is Jim Schlossnagel out of TCU. Schlossnagel has to be your guy. I mean, let's be real. Schlossnagel came out and said, I have no intention of going to Texas A&M. I am not interested in the job. I'm not interested in the thing. I'm not interested in, you know, being here. And then you're the second team out in your own regional. Dallas Baptist and Oregon State are playing today to see who moves on to the Super Regional. You're done. How's College Station sounding now? A little bit better? A little bit easier? A little bit more fun? little bit more to actually understand. I get it. If you're trying to be competitive in the SEC, and it's hard. I mean, I'm going to be completely honest with you. SEC baseball is a lot harder. And you understand how many teams are actually good. Good enough to make the tournament every single season. Arkansas. Alabama's now back. You have Tennessee. You have Vanderbilt. You have LSU. You have South Carolina. You have Ole Miss. You have uh, Florida. You have these teams coming every single season to make the SEC representatives in the regionals. And guess what? If Arkansas wins today, they're in. If Ole Miss wins today, they're in. You already have Vanderbilt in, Tennessee in, and if LSU beats Oregon, they're in. Five teams with Four, potentially, going to the College World Series later this month. You want to be competitive? 
you got to get the guys ready to win. And the Aggies at least have some pieces there that they're ready to win, especially pitching. Go get the guy. Schlossengel is probably saying, oh, I don't want to go because of it's now, you know, you're in the tournament. You're prepping for a chance to go to the Super Regionals. You're a top 10 seed. What do you want him to say? Oh, I'm very interested in Texas A&M. I think A&M's a great program and I want to go follow A&M. Can we stop with that? Like, honestly. We know he's not going to say anything. So drop it. But now that his season's over, Ross Bjork can make an offer. Ross Bjork can go challenge him. Ross Bjork can go get everything he's looking for in him now. Do it. This is the time to do it. If you want Jim Schlossnagel and you know that Schlossnagel can win, now you do it. Don't think for one second money doesn't have a price. Don't think for one second everyone doesn't have an offer. Everything is available, including people for the right price. Now that he is out of the tournament, give him the right price. This episode of Locked On Aggies is brought to you by Built Bar, where a candy bar meets a protein bar. Everyone knows about Built Bar and their codes of the past. Now, there's nine unique flavors, so whether you want to have a coconut, a cherry, a raspberry, or a mint brownie, it doesn't really matter, because all the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. They're great for somebody on the keto diet, but more importantly, they're low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber, and low in calories. Back in January, I tried to lose up to 10 pounds. I only lost seven, but I also gained six pounds of muscle. And I started every single day with a peanut butter brownie protein bar. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugars, four grams of net carbs. There's not a product like this out on the shelves. Go visit BillBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to save 50% off your next order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 50% off at BillBar.com. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BillBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. In 25 minutes or less, we can get you caught up on everything you need to know about any single major sport going on in the world right now. How? Simple. I'll tell you to listen to Locked On today. Peter Bukowski and the crew break down all major sports, including college baseball, college football, of course the NFL, NBA, and NHL playoffs in full swing right now in 25 minutes or less. Subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. We don't have a lot of time right now, but here's what I will say. I never thought I'd be talking about UFC-style fighting on this channel. Just not my thing. You know, I I watch UFC. I'm not going to act like I know UFC pretty well. not going to act like I think that I understand the process of what goes through a trainer's mind. But I might have to start because Keith Ford... Everyone remember that name? Keith Ford? Former Oklahoma player, lost out to the job to Smart J.P. Ryan, then decided to transfer to Texas A&M, is now the team's second highest leading rusher in 2016, did the exact same thing in 2017, played in the NFL for a little bit. Well, he just made his WCF debut uh, on Saturday night at Reed Arena. He was able also to get the win. He has moved over to MMA and is now starting to train out of War Training Center in Tomball, Texas. At Reed Arena, he was able to get a fight, and he was able to, I believe, knock out his opponent. Uh, Matt McGovern, the president of the World Fighting Club, said 
uh, on KBXT's John Wilson. You're seeing a little bit more and more that this is real-time, big-time athletes trying to mix martial arts, and they're having success at it. There's not a lot of those guys, and when you see some of them, their potential is huge, and there certainly is a really good team in Houston, War MMA, so we'll see how that goes. You're seeing a little bit more and more of that with real big-time athletes trying mixed martial arts, and they're having success with it. Now, again, I'm not here to say that Ford is not going to be able to make it to the you know UFC, but if he fights the way he did on Saturday night, it could be the start of something new. And that's something I think a lot of athletes are going to start looking into. They're not ready to take normal jobs. They're not ready to work 9 to 5. They're not ready to transition from the athletic grind every single day to putting in papers, to doing articles to, uh, you know, doing anything outside of what they've known for over 20 years of their life. That's been their life and their bloodhood every single day. How do you just drop it at the scene of a hat? So I do think that when you look at what Ford and what some of these other athletes are doing, they're trying to salvage their athletic careers a little bit longer. They may not be superstars at, say, football anymore, but that doesn't mean they cannot be effective in MMA. That does not mean they cannot be effective in uh, boxing. That does not mean they cannot be effective in swimming, in diving. I mean, Cody Simpson. I remember that name. I think he was a, pretty sure he was a singer on Disney Channel. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Yeah, that guy. He's not going to be in the Olympics this upcoming year. I mean, what a story on that is. Anything is possible. And for Ford, congratulations. You at least have had a great shot to, I think, impress the right people this past weekend while picking up your very first one in the WFC. Giga man, and congratulations on your win. That's going to do for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media, at Mr. Cole Thompson, at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to do this thing called Ranks on Ranks on Ranks. Ranking the state of Texas based off the quarterback position and the quarterback battle going into the year. There's a lot of talent in Texas, but which is the battle you should be most interested in. We'll talk that and much, much more. See you tomorrow. Remember, you give me all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.